You're listening to Fear the Nth Cast. This is episode something. Uh, I'm JD. <laughs> I'm Chase. <laughs> Scoots on this side. That was I, awesome. I honestly forget how many episodes we've done of this show, man. It's It's been a bunch. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. I'm keeping that in. You were so calm, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Episode, I don't know. Episode something. Episode something. I mean, it's a good number. It's a nice oh, number. That is good. So um, this we're talking about uh, Season 9, Episode 2, The Bridge. And we started last week saying what we are rating of the episode before we actually go into the episode recap. So we're going to do that again this week because I think it's more fun. Because I don't know about you, but some people who've been on our show before can be convinced and change their mind and like really love the episode and then hear someone either shit all over it or they could really hate the episode and hear someone say, this is the best episode ever, and then they'll change their mind. So we want you, we want your real thoughts from the beginning. So who went first last week? I think I did. Well, then Scoots, it's your turn to go first. What was our your resident, rating? Our resident are we doing, shitter. Are we, <laughs> are we doing a scale of 1 to 14? Or are we doing we, a scale no, of 1 make, to 10? Whatever, whatever scale you want. I mean, you can do 1 to 3 Just for all I care. do what normal humans do. And right. can... I'll give it seven uh, sheriff's hats. What is seven sheriff's No, 1 to 10. Um, Fine. 1 to 10, I will give it a 7.5. Oh, wow. Wow. I would even wow. maybe. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe, Time out on that. Compare that. To the what'd you give last one? Like a, a three, three. <laughs> three. Yeah. I think it was a three on a scale of one to it. fourteen. Yeah, a huge yeah. like pull out of the mud. Yeah, complete swing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I would say seven and a half to an eight. Yeah. Okay, nice. Wow. Okay. What about you? Well, it would be better is if we both rated it like a two and a half. Or a three. <laughs> well, I know. Yeah, it would be great. What did you think, Jason? What do you give it, man? Ah. Uh, Yeah, I'll give it a seven. A seven, a seven, seven. That's okay. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling good with a seven. I yeah, I judge episodes on like if they had a part that really stuck out to me. Yeah, and this one did. So well, that's yeah, good to hear. So. I'm gonna give it an eight. Um, and I think that's what I gave the premiere as well, if I recall. Yep. Um, I thought it was a good episode. I thought it really continued the story, and I like what yep. they're doing with the story mm-hmm. and. The building the new worlds, like they said last week, and I, I think I, I, I have hope for the season. So until they do yep. something to really take that hope away from me, I'm just going to keep giving them good ratings until there's an episode that's just a sure. shitter. And then they're they're yeah. doing well. I mean, overall, it's it's, it's yeah. this episode had a lot more, uh, and we'll get into it in a minute. But I agree with McMahon in the sense that a lot of episodes that I will remember continued on through this season or I think a lot of moments in this episode that I'll continue on through the season that I'll remember here for sure. Nice. I mean, it was really good. Nice. Okay. Well then let's get into the recap. So, I mean, what we know is that they need to rebuild this bridge to keep the trade routes open between all the different communities. It's probably the most direct route and it's important. So they're going to rebuild this bridge. Sanctuary has got to do most of the labor and Hilltop will provide the food. And also they need the ethanol that they've been making to run their tractor so that they can plant fields and shit like that. So there's a time yeah. jump. It's like a 30 day time jump, right? Yeah. It's like a month. Yeah. Yeah. Well, almost more than that. I mean, they've almost rebuilt the whole bridge. You think of 
I thought it was only about thirty days. I didn't. I, cause yeah, he, they they actually mentioned in the episode that it was thirty days. Yeah, I thought it was like sixty-eight or something. Okay, never mind. No, yeah. no, I don't think that. I think you misheard. I think you were. Yeah, I did. I could be totally wrong on numbers. It was sixty-eight days. They're the slowest bridge builders in the I, game. I don't. I don't do numbers. <laughs> they need. They need a bit of urgency. If it took them sixty-eight days of that many right. people. <laughs> So, I mean, where do you want to start with this? Because there's a lot of side stories. There's a lot of one-liners. There's some good dialogue. Think, there's some cheesy-ass dialogue. I mean, where do sure. we want to go? So, so I, I think we... You uh, go, ahead. go ahead. Okay. I, I, I'll say this, because I'll preface it with I gave it an eight. Right. But it took, it took 27 minutes and 46 seconds for me to see a zombie. What the, the, oh, sure. Walker. We don't call them zombies. In yeah, this. you call them however you like. <laughs> Walker, <laughs> zombie, a dead guy. He turned it to the he turned it to the Godfather. <laughs> something, <laughs> something, <laughs> something that made me feel like yes. It was like okay, I, I can get a feeling in this episode. Well, I think I think that's on purpose. They've done a really good job of sure. taking the walkers out of this as like the real main threat. Now it's mostly about the other people. Yeah. And even True. now, the, a part of the theme, I think, of this episode when Aaron said later, you know, you're building something. Before, we didn't have any hope, but now we have a future, and that's something you've mm-hmm. done, Rick. I think they're really trying to make it to where the walkers are kind of secondary. Like, it's just the backdrop of the world that we live in, and they're kind of sure. a threat, but kind of a threat like, you know, a pack of wolves would be, almost. They're you know? manageable unless yeah. they're not managed. And but they're, they're starting to the get... The second you turn you turn your back on it, then it's then it's terrible. But they are so starting I... to make them more threatening with the herds. Sorry, I didn't mean to right. cut you off. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. The herds are doing a lot. I think we should start off with, with the beginning of the episode. Okay. And just like the intro of Rick coming into what we all knew was the jail cell where yeah. he was going to be talking to Negan. Well, did you know that that was Negan, Neil? In the very beginning? Yes, that he was talking to. Like, we haven't been here in a yeah. while. Okay. Yeah. You did know that was going to be Negan? Yes. Okay. I think, I mean, I mean, the ending of the first episode brought it right in the beginning. We said this is going to yeah. be for a while. And this is, yeah. you could tell right in the beginning, he was pretty much telling a story. And then it yeah. caught into the part of what the story was, the meat of it, and then finished it up at the end. Yeah. Right. Are you, asking, like are, you, are you asking me because you think I'm dumb? No, no, no. Because <laughs> I think... No, I think they're trying. They tried to make it seem like, like a three. Yeah, no, they, they. I think they were trying to make you think it was going to be something other than Negan, like maybe Carl Carl's grave or uh, something else, or you know, maybe not Negan. Uh, that, yeah, that there was maybe okay. options other than it just being Negan. I think. Uh, I think they had, which is smart by them. Well, I don't know if it's smart. It's like a given that they had to address the Negan situation. Yeah. At least on this episode, because, right. dude, the fans of this show right now, I think they, I think everybody's in the same place we want, we are at, is like, we want it to be successful, yeah, and we want it to, like, come out of the rut that it's been in, which I, I think it's fair to say that it has been in a rut, like, I, I yeah. think, you know, the seasons were good, but not what it used to be. And so, um, them like answering questions fast, like I was talking about, like last week, them wrapping up things quickly, getting rid of Gregory because mm-hmm. he's going to keep doing what he's always done. Mm-hmm. And so we, we go ahead and cut that down. And yeah. then, yeah, I just feel like they're like, 
cool, we're not going to spend a whole season on building a bridge. We're trying to let y'all know we're moving forward. Right. <laughs> you know? well, I mean, I'll, I'll piggyback on that. You didn't have the long speeches from Ezekiel. Yeah, right. it's quirkiness a bit, but you didn't have the massive long speech. Right. He's yeah. pretty much lost his, his kingdom attitude. Yeah. Well, well I mean, he still has it when he's not with Carol. Sure. Yeah. And, but, uh, I mean, you don't have a whole five minutes. It's just on him talking. Right. Like, you, 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 some areas of uh, Eugene. Like, Eugene's still, you know. Eugene was Eugene. the most Eugene, yeah. Eugene-iness oh, that there yes. has ever been. But it was a very short, finite with it where you got to see Eugene. Yeah. Well, then, I think they're recognizing like what dialogue is important, yeah. and what yes. they need to have in the episode. That that is a big thing. The, the dialogue I feel like has been much improved this season so far. Um, yeah. Some of it is still hokey and cheesy, sure, and, but but it, like you said, it's in small doses. Yep. So okay, so let's get into the meat of the episode. Yep. The, they're rebuilding the bridge, and they're kind of all living together in this one camp people from all the different communities, but it still seems like there's a bit of a division between the groups and there's still a lot of non-trust with the sanctuary people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how we can change that. Like, is there, is there anything that can be done? And maybe that's kind of what this episode about the bridge is like, we're trying to build a bridge, bridge relationships and bridge the gap and you know, what bridges do between the different communities. And I don't, yeah, am, am I the only one that saw that, or is, is, did it seem metaphorical in some ways? You know what I'm saying? Mm, I, I never thought about them building a bridge and then also building a bridge for the communities. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I think it's necessity at this point because oh. the sanctuary is still on the outskirts, and nobody else really gives a shit about them. They like uh, these people. I'd be fine if these people weren't around. You yeah, know? I mean, that goes into what Michonne, I mean, whenever they're saying, hey, you know, Eugene was talking about food and using gazpacho for ketchup, and he's like, Michonne's on that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we'll get to that in a minute as far as what happened there. But yeah, I didn't think about a bridge being two different types of bridges. Mm. Huh. It's, a, it's a pretty common storytelling practice. Mm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, nah. just, I'm just kidding. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Yeah, too so, much. What, what, Jason? What were you going to say? So, I guess to get back to the root of your question is like, do you think was it basically like, do you do we see the saviors coming out of this in a way that is beneficial to the whole community? Is that well? Do we see like the saviors building a bridge actually like serving a purpose? Like, okay, hey, sure. the saviors are actually contributing and pulling their own weight because instead of us having to give them everything and provide for them, maybe, I don't know. Uh, maybe yeah, I'm looking no, too I think deep that into was, it. I think that was, no, I, I hear you because I think that was the intention. Yeah. Um, whether or not it's, it's playing out like that. I don't right. think I it don't is at all. I don't you know, it is either. So right. it's, it's absolutely, it, you know, and it, and it has what, what we would assume it would like, it has its consequences of, the, they're still the saviors. Like they're still, like I feel like the biker gang of all these communities, right. and they hate rules and leadership, and so they're gonna do what they do. Right. And um, yeah, it, so it seems like some of them are getting ones. on board. Yeah, there are some good ones, like the dude who was uh, like in the little cage at the yeah. hilltop last was season, sang at the funeral. Right. Yeah. Who was like you know the voice of reason for the saviors? I think that. Like he 
you know, and that'll be some conflict in the future where he's trying to lead some good saviors, but there's other saviors messing it up for the rest of them. So we'll definitely experience that conflict. For sure. I hope it's not as like cookie cutter, plain and simple as that, you know? And then why are the saviors like disappearing? They said there's like six within the next, uh, Within wow. the last thirty days, and where have they gone, and why? You know? I think well, you get that to the very end of the episode too. Well, it, but, yeah, but I mean, that's that's where we have our, uh, you know, our speculations, where we make our wild assumptions of what we think is happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there, some of us may be more well versed on what could be happening. I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> I'm not gonna say y'all can figure it out yeah. on your own. Yeah. So they're getting close to building the bridge, but they're running into a couple problems. There's a big herd coming and another big herd coming, and they have plans to divert them and get them away, but they need to get stuff done quick and get everybody back to where they were supposed to be because of the herds coming. So they're trying to speed up production, and it doesn't seem to be going well. It seems that people are getting disgruntled. People are not happy, especially Justin, who's kind of a tool. Oh, yeah. He's a super tool. Yeah. Ponytail has taken all the thoughts out of his mind. (laughs) I mean, that's got to be it. I mean, he takes the water from whatever that useless kid is. I forget. Henry, right? Henry. Henry. All the kids in the show are useless. Useless. And so, but Henry, at least, you know, trips him and takes the water back. It's like, no, there's not enough for everybody. Which is good for him. I like that part. That was great. Yeah. Morgan taught me this. Morgan taught me how to trip someone. Trip someone with a stick, stick. but I'm not going to kill you. I won't kill you. I'm not going to do that. So then it starts a fight between him and Daryl. And what did you, Mm -hmm. I don't, what's going on with Daryl? Because after the fight with Daryl, him and Rick have a little bit of a conversation and Daryl's saying some stuff that don't seem very Daryl-like. Like, what do y'all think is happening with him? Not very loyal to Rick. Yeah. Because he's been loyal to a fault, and he's like, things are different. I've been trying to tell you that, and you're just not listening. Hold on. When do they have been loyal to a fault? Because there have been many scenes in which Daryl and Rick would get in a fight with the gas cans and how they were going to uh, take over the saviors. Yeah. How they were going to destroy. So, I mean, that's recent, but like the first seven seasons, Daryl would do anything for Rick. Anything. Daryl was his right hand man. So you're saying over the past couple of seasons what's happening with Daryl rather than yeah. in the past two episodes. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Like, what I think, we, go ahead. Yeah, I think they're grooming Daryl to take over. <laughs> I don't know. I I just feel like okay, if I so we all know Rick's time is limited. Four episodes left, and, man. Right. And so what happens next? There's a number of leaders who I feel like can do a good job and Daryl's obviously going to be pitched as one of those. And yeah, I think in a lot of ways they're grooming Daryl to have more of an opinion that isn't just Rick's opinion. You know what I mean? Like he, he needs to be thinking independently and even if they clash, like it'll cause like a learning experience with Daryl where he'll say like, Rick was right there. And so I'll take a little bit of his knowledge since he's dead now and apply it to what I'll do, you know? Well, and Aaron on Twitter, we were chatting today, and he even said, yep. he's like, it seems like they're setting up the show to not have one main lead character and have right. multiple, which isn't exactly a bad thing. Yeah. You, know, not, you don't have to have a main, main character. There's plenty of ensemble no. casts that work. 
mm-hmm. like Game of Thrones. There's no main main character, sure. Sure. right? Scoots. It's it's hard to. <laughs> I think the biggest challenge they're going to have. What is Game of Thrones? <laughs> that is that a chess the, game? <laughs> the biggest challenge they're going to have is like reestablishing that world yes. where like, because uh, <laughs> like talking people in. You know, it's hard enough, like, getting people over the fact that Carl's dead. Right. Like, because I think so many people had in their mind, like, Carl's the future, he's gonna take over whenever Rick dies. Like, they were fine with Rick dying as long as Carl was around. As Carl was around, yeah, yeah. Right. So, now I think, like, there'll be a whole new readjustment if it survives. (laughs) Where, like, even even knowing that we have four episodes left with Rick still makes me sad. Like, I still don't want i mean i would like it i'd rather have there be multiple people leading it rather than one sure. it would give more interest into the show it give more it'd be more impactful rather than just having one well i think rick leaving the show is going to be like the biggest change the show's ever had like and i yeah. think it like people may tune in just to see what happens to rick people that have quit watching oh, the sure. show are probably going to yeah. see okay how does how is rick going out and what happens, and why are they doing this? I think. Would you say that was a yeah. bigger change than Carl even? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Because because right. Rick has been the main character from the beginning, and he's yeah, he's yeah, still the main character. Yeah. Like you kill oh, off your yeah. lead, it's a big deal. You know? Yeah. It's, it's even a, even without like wanting to say it, like I don't think any of their executives would say like Rick's our main character because yeah. they want to say like oh well Carol's just as important. And right. Like, it, yeah, it's an ensemble <laughs> cast. They're all show regulars. Yeah, we we love them, but they're not. They're not the him, you know. Yeah, so no, not Rick. They haven't and done. They weren't Rick the focus. Yeah, and so I think, and I think you're actually like absolutely right. I think a lot of people will tune in for the end of him, yeah. and like that'll be their chance to capitalize on getting what'll people back be next in, the show. in the future. So I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It will be interesting. So. Let's skip from, we've talked about the beginning part of the bridge, nothing super exciting. Let's go over nope. to the hilltop with Maggie and Michonne showing up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she shows up and she's like, hey, we really need the food. I know the fuel was supposed to be here and it's not here, but we really need the food. Uh, and Maggie responding with, you yeah, know. Uh, we need that for us because we need to plow these fields and we can't build a new plow because our blacksmith's tried to kill me. So he's kind of locked up. So, I mean, yep. we're kind of in a tough situation, which means the saviors are going to suffer, not my people. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I, I could have fast forwarded. What a tough situation. Really? <laughs> I could have. I mean, I knew Michonne was going to get involved. And then he had, he had Jesus talking to Earl's wife. Well, don't you think this is an important topic, though? Like, this is an important for yeah, building the future wait, of which, the world. Which, which part is an important topic? All of it. No, I think Daryl, I think Earl. Earl. Being able to speak to his wife was not an important topic at all. Well, because it sets her, a precedent. Like, if I you, think, yeah, basically, they threw him in solitary confinement. Even people in prison now can at least see their loved ones. Yeah, but I don't think it's important for the episode at hand right now. Now, I mean, they even went back and you had Maggie talking to him and then relating about her father or Herschel being, you know, having a drinking issue and everything else. I was just like, eh, it's okay. I mean, I guess maybe because 
Maybe because like Michonne, maybe because Michonne wasn't involved, and I was like, I could see how this is happening. You know, obviously she's gonna have her part. She's gonna say something. Jesus is gonna say something interesting. Maggie's gonna follow what Jesus said because Jesus is great. And this is why we have Scoots on Jesus. the podcast. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Scoots like, I was like, why the fuck were they talking? <laughs> what the hell? I didn't want to listen to them speak. Thank you. I mean, that, uh, uh, this is what I'm counting down. I'm like, where's where's the walkers? Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. My, my honest opinion. <laughs> really, totally honest. God. All right, and, Jason. And Jason hip- to be injected <laughs> full of Michael Bay. <laughs> fucking. Right. Lens flares right. and transformers. Right. Where's my transformers? I, I, I need dinosaur transformers. Transformers get in Beast Wars. Oh my god. Okay. So Jason, hit us with a little bit of voice of reason about the dialogue that we listen to. <sighs> well, now I feel like it's too obvious to say it was good. <laughs> but I think I think it was good. I mean It was some know, strong dialogue. The only my only Especially like the drinking issue, because that was that was what caused Maggie to have a softer heart towards like letting him out, benefiting not only their community, but other communities like all of that was factored into the fact that there was a relatable situation and her father had a drinking issue, but he was a great man. You know what I mean? Like he was great, but he had a problem didn't define that he was great or not. Like he was still a great man with a problem. Right. And so that was what helped her like cope with the fact that, you know, this dude made a mistake. Sure. He tried to kill me, you know, but like moving on past that to not only again, not only benefit her, but all the communities. Right. And it's important that they set a precedent going forward, which is what Michonne was saying. Like with the charter, I, I totally agree that they need to set a basic set of rules for all the communities going forward. It doesn't need to have to be the same for each community. There's nothing saying that, but they need to set a precedent. They need to start setting some rules, which is an interesting situation for them to be in that they've come so far from complete anarchy, running for their lives all the time, never staying in one place. Hey, we've built something here now. Now we need to protect it and go back to a little bit of humanity, a little bit of, I don't know, higher purpose. I don't even know how to say it, but there needs to be something building for the future and we are the people who survived this we need to set the rules for the future yeah Yeah. i I agree with that but do you think that do you think it's him speaking about his drinking issue to maggie or do you think it's jesus being able to voice his opinion without giving an opinion but saying something smart to maggie to make her rethink of how she's dealing with the situation i don't think you could do either without the other I don't think either would happen without the other. Like, I think I don't think I don't think any of that would have happened at all without Jesus. Well, well, Jesus was the voice of reason for Michonne as well because when he told Michonne, you know, nobody's right all the time, and that includes you. You know, it's mm-hmm. something that she needed to hear because her yeah. and Rick sometimes get this God complex, which yes. can be annoying. Sure. Like, okay, you don't know everything. You're new to this too. Cool. Just be so, and it's nice to see Maggie speaking up for herself and saying, 
hey, we're going to do things that benefit our community and maybe together that will benefit all the communities. Right. Yeah. 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 And Jesus had a couple good lines. He's like, I think you're a good person and good people can disagree. I thought that was a good line. I I thought Jesus' lines were great. I liked his lines. Because you just hate Maggie. Right. I didn't like it how she's long, a woman leader. I, didn't, I, didn't I like think I think he doesn't like Michonne because he hates Maggie because she's a woman and she's <laughs> yeah he hates Maggie and Michonne. Power. He's like, why are there no men on the screen? Let's get this off. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, what, this is so horrible, horrible conversation. Well, you're the one that's doing it. We're no, trying to cover I for you. Said, you're throwing a zombie limb. Don't want a walker limb. As long as it's a male. <laughs> as long as it's a male, it's fine. Yeah. No, the the one the one part of that whole thing that did irk me that um the blacksmith's wife is just she's got to go. <laughs> like I'm hoping she's next eaten by a walker. Oh, oh yeah. she is so annoying. She, yeah, like done with her. Done I with her. Didn't, didn't like that part. Of, I, that was when I was counting. When am I going to see some action? Nice. And then after that, it was twenty-seven minutes and forty-six seconds. Nice. So I'll, I'll walk her face. Nice. Okay. Well, then, w- do we want to touch any more on the whole theme of that part of the episode, like building for a future, or do we cover all that? Anything else that we want to say before we move on to the action part and the back to the bridge? I think we move on. Cool. That's pretty good. All right, so back to the bridge. Um, after the fight, Daryl's still hot and bothered, but whatever. They're trying to distract a herd. And uh, Tara has the best line in the whole show. Mother Goose, Mother Goose, it's the eye in the sky. And, I mean, that's that's the perfect role for her, right? Right, Jason? You know? Right. Directing yeah, everybody. Fact, she should be in charge, that, telling everybody what to do. Being, being far even, away from she, everyone with no, lines. No, she can't even hold her own umbrella. She can't even hold her own umbrella. She has to tie it to a post. That's genius. Just, I mean, that, yeah. that's what I would do. It's like, if I'm going to sit here, I'm just going to tie the umbrella. Work smart, not hard. That, well, you need both hands. One for the walkie, yeah. one for the gun. Right? Yeah. I, I guess it's fine. She's up there. Honestly, the closer to the ground and to the herd as we can get her the better so yeah. hey, I like Rick's comment he's like is there a reason as to why yes. is there a point do you have something to report right yes I mean it's like go back to being silent yeah. do, not talk to you. do you have something to report or no so um, they're using these little wind up sirens to distract the herd away, which is smart. You know, they, they respond yeah. to sound. And so the first one uh, works fine. He's like, sweet. I'm going to go ahead and turn this siren. And then they're calling for the second one and no response, no response. And Tara loses her mind. She's like, if we don't get that herd turned, they're going to run right into our work crew. And this mm-hmm. is going to be bad. And it turns out that it is bad because the work it crew is is ambushed. And I mean, what do we think about what happened there? I've been, I feel like I've been talking a lot, but I want one of you guys. I don't know. So about the ambush. Um, so there was a little like breakdown, I think with, with Tara, like calling all of this stuff and the fact that like, <laughs> I feel like it was surprising me that they didn't prepare more for the situation where where this happens where yeah. someone doesn't communicate yeah if something fails like yeah, literally yeah. right there 
was was pretty shocking that they were there so fast, especially be, because they all had communication. Right. Like, everyone had a walkie-talkie. Right. And it doesn't matter if that other person didn't call it. Like, someone in that group that got attacked should have been like, oh, well... No one, uh, no one confirmed that the second, you know, right, uh, siren went off. So we should be a little worried. Yeah. Like there was no one on guard. They were still moving logs, and those bitches just ran off. <laughs> I, I was like, literally. So I'm sitting there watching it with my wife. I'm like, this motherfucker is about to drop the log. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. yep. And he like, and he did. He's like, we gotta go. It just, oh, I'm gonna drop this huge ass log. <laughs> On top, and so Aaron sacrificed himself and pushed the dude out of the way, and the log falls on his left arm in in, in a bad spot, and so that was brutal. Well, that and then was... a hurts coming, and he's pinned under the log, and people are running away, and Daryl, you know, gets his knives out and starts going to work, and then oh, that was great. That whole what? scene was fantastic. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is where fun. Scoots is yeah. like, I'm in oh. Yes. Walkers dying, people breaking things. Let's get this shit. Logs just falling, crushing heads. Uh, uh, That was great. Like a a lot of that stuff was so like I don't know. It felt so like classic, good encounters with walkers. The only thing that irked me was Rick shooting the rope instead of using his hatchet and walking over (laughs) and chopping it. I was like, what are we doing? (laughs) You're making this a hundred times more difficult than it needs to be. Like seriously, walk over, hit it with your axe, and then they go. (laughs) What are we doing? He's a good shot. He missed the first one. Wasn't yeah, that but he's usually a good shot. Yeah, he had to take a breath and steady himself. Well, he had walkers in front of him. His friends he, were about he's to dealt with him. that before. It's yeah. not the first time. Yeah. Yeah, he could have just ran through there and killed them all by hand. He yeah, little, like what they did when style. they remember Alexandria, where he after Carl. Oh yeah, he just oh, walked yeah. out with an axe and murder he killed all of yep. them. It was crazy, crazy. So down by the group. Did y'all? Did y'all feel any? Weird connection between Aaron and Daryl. No, no. <laughs> How right, just you? No. What do you mean by a weird connection? I think Daryl just is. I, they've I, survived I, together for a long uh, time. Look at Scoots. What What do you mean by weird connection? I thought it, I thought it was yeah. just a friendship thing, and like, hey, this dude, this happened on my watch. Your eye. Uh, and because Daryl's very protective uh, yeah. of his group, and so that's what, I, that's really what I got. He's never put it down with Carol. So, oh, <laughs> well, I think Aaron is with Jesus, right? Didn't didn't you? I kind of got that vibe in the first we episode. What? I kind of got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that might be happening. But there were uh, the only reason I I mess with that thought is because that was you know some of the talks. By the sure. writers sure, early sure, sure. on, Daryl's and Daryl's. Yeah, I mean, lifespan. and that's entirely possible. But I, I, I got it more of a protective vibe and a okay. pissed off that shit happened the way it did vibe. Yep, but that, yeah. that's that's cool. what I got as well. I Me did too. not get what Me you. Too. you <laughs> yeah, totally. You've been, you've been in that closet yeah, I, I way exactly too long. <laughs> hey. Hey. Everyone knows I'm only in this closet on Monday nights. Right. With us. With us. Right. With you guys. So Aaron's arm is mangled. Like, it is. He's got a real compound fracture situation on his hands. 
So they take him, and Sadiq has gone back to the camp because there's a bug going around. So Enid is the only one there, and like she looks at it for five seconds, and apparently she's learned a lot because she's like, I got to amputate. That's what's got to happen. I mean, it was I the page thinking, she was studying that day. Yeah. I kept thinking she was going to be like, oh, I was wrong. We don't have to amputate it. She wasn't. Oh, no. No, she, and then Daryl's like, can we give him something for the pain? No, it won't kick in in time. He's kind of up shit creek. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they do it. And Aaron, like, gives her a pat on the the hand and is like, yeah. hey, you, you got this. You can yeah. do it. Go to work. And then they had like a damn, uh, they had a bone saw. I'm glad they didn't show that scene because yeah. I would have, I would have thrown up. Whenever, when she said, we have to amputate, like, like with a, like, like a scared look, white ghost on her yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. And then Aaron looks up. He's like, what? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, are it's, you sure there's not another option? <laughs> I mean, he, I felt that for him. I mean, it was like, I thought that whole scene, that whole scene was fantastic. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it made it made the episode. It's really good. It's like with Herschel when they uh, cut off his leg real quick. You know, right. like wham, 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 and Herschel deserved <laughs> it. <laughs> that is I'm kidding. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> Get the hell out of here! So monster. So after they the do monster. it, and he's he seems to be fine. Daryl goes out and like, whose fault is it? And of course, it's Justin's fault. Uh, of course it is. Why would you give that guy any job that's actually, you know, like important? He should be right? punching himself in the face. I mean, you wouldn't do that. Not after just what happened. Blows my yeah. mind. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand it at all. Because, and then Daryl proceeds to beat his ass, which I'm very happy about. And Carol stopped yeah. him, which I wasn't happy about. I was thinking he'd, re- he'd just reach back and pop her in the face and just keep going. <laughs> Just keep going. He would never hit Carol. Come <laughs> he on. wouldn't. He oh, wouldn't. man. Maybe, maybe like an accident. Women shouldn't lead. They also shouldn't talk up whenever men are going at it. <laughs> Come on. Scoot. Oh, that's not what I meant. I need you to be a little <laughs> oh, more forward thinking. <laughs> you should really should walk I around was... with a tape recorder and just oh. listen to yourself. <laughs> I was just saying. I'm, we're kidding. Was, we're kidding. In the moment of just punching the guy, I could just see him rear back and if, not If it was. If, like, Rick had tried to stop him, he'd hit Rick in the face. Yes, or, he would. Oh, but yeah. Carol, I mean, Carol was would, the only one that could have stopped him, I think. He would never, ever hit Carol. No, they're like best friends. Yeah. Brother or sister. Yeah. I agree. So then later, Justin talks to Rick and is like, you need to keep a leash on your dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, <laughs> Which yeah. was ridiculous. Like that bitch tore my face up, and I liked Rick here. Rick finally said what uh, needed to be said to the guy. I mean, yeah. this is goes back to it goes back to. I mean, I think the writing. I mean, everything from how Jesus spoke. Yeah, yeah, Negan at the end we haven't gotten to, and yeah. how Rick spoke here. I was like, this is just perfect. Yeah, like oh, I know you. I know your type. I was like, this. Exactly. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I totally agree. It was like. You like remembered the characters and yeah, who yes. they were and mm-hmm. how they act. Like, I don't know. Something there, I definitely feel like there is a change. Yeah. And the change isn't necessarily like unfamiliar. It's pretty familiar, but it's it's like a good callback to a lot of things. Right. And then he basically told him to get the hell out. Like, I gave you a chance, but you right. are not going to be any good here. And this is too important. Right. Get mm-hmm. out. And he leaves in the middle of the night. Which is 
it, who does that? Ill-advised, <laughs> but whatever. It's stupid. And it looks like order. he's drinking. I'm probably just drinking water because hey, I'm, I'm sure they don't have alcohol. He's some back. Yeah, something. He probably found some. <laughs> he had it. Yeah, he had it in a shoebox or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But okay, so what do we think about the scene then around the campfire before we get to Negan? Um, what do we think about that with everybody looking happy? Carol asking to wear the ring that Ezekiel found, and she's like, "Don't get on your knees." And it's like, "But I wrote a speech, you know." Of course, sure. Sure. I mean, it's. I, I'm interested. I, I'm interested to see what y'all think. I know what I think. My mind is made up on right. that scene. Scoots, what do you but think? I, I want to know. I think it was a necessary evil, not in a bad way, but I think it was good in the mind of Rick to justify everything that's taken place. And I didn't mind it. Uh, actually, I kind of liked it. I liked, I liked, you know, I, I could be alone on an island on here, but I liked the, I liked that part of the, of yeah. the, uh, the episode. Um, I, I like that part of the episode too. It, it seemed, we didn't see any saviors, unless I'm wrong. Did we see any saviors? Um, I didn't think that I saw I any saviors. I yeah, I'd have to go. So it's it still seemed like okay. Everybody else is happy and moving forward, and you know we're building bridges and building a future. And there's hope, mm-hmm. but it seemed like the savior's absence was noted. And there's a lot of trust issues with the saviors, like Rosita with the girl that cut her face. You know, like yeah. Rosita's like, trust me. And she's like, why would I trust you? Would you yeah. trust me? Yeah. No. Right. Cut my face. Yeah, you cut my face. Yeah. But I mean, she, she should think a little bit. Rosita's not going to blow her up and blow herself up. You know, they're in the same damn place. Sure. Sure. But I mean, I I think, think, what did you yeah. think, Jason, with the scene? I think it's, I'm I'm weary. <laughs> because we, I feel like. You're tired. I'm weary. I'm, I'm tired. Weary. <laughs> um. No, I'm just, I, I guess, more worried because every time there's, like, these good times, we know what, like, follows that. Yeah. You know, and it's, I think it's it's going to get tough coming up soon. We're going to, I think, start to experience some new threats. Yeah. Uh, whether that be, like, new trouble with walkers. Yeah. I think that'll still kind of come with it, but I, I feel like it'll still be more of the scenery um, like they've yeah. been. But. Um, yeah, I just feel like there's going to be, there's going to be some new threats and I think there's some foreshadowing to that with, um, and we'll talk about that with Negan and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Before we talk about Negan, I want to talk about Maggie getting the letter from Georgie. Okay. Because we haven't seen Georgie and we know that Georgie's been in contact with them and I thought that was important for them to, to mention. And I think honestly what I think it is is that they're building a way for Maggie to leave the show, but not actually leave the show. Because, you know, know, Georgie keeps asking me to come there with her, so I think eventually something's going to happen where Maggie goes over there and will come back and visit every now and then, like as an ambassador or liaison. So what is the deal? Is Is she leaving the show? She's not going to be a series regular anymore because she's doing another show on a different network, but she's not actually leaving the show. Wow. So, is, that, is that this season? Uh, I think so. I think the end of the season is toward uh, the end of the season. She's probably talking to Rick like, uh, you should have got this gig. Right. Well, <laughs> probably. Still going to get paid. Still gonna get, I'm yeah. still going to be you know, a member of the Walking Dead fandom. You know, fan, Fans right. are going to love me because I didn't right. actually leave the show. Yep. Like that, bail on them. 
like that one dude that went to film 24 that we're never going to see again. Heath or whatever right. his name was. Oh God. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. I don't know. Tara, Tara left him. <laughs> All the more reason to not like Tara. All right. Yes. So let's talk about Negan before we talk about the ending with Justin. Yeah. So Rick is talking and Negan, and I'm going to go first on this. I thought this was the best dialogue that Negan's ever had in the series. I completely agree. Completely agree. Ever. It makes me wish that they would have written Negan that way the whole time and less of the hokiness and more of the sadistic, vindictive, like, here's what it is and here's how it's going to be kind of guy. Because, you know, Rick, he basically burst Rick's bubble and he did it hard and he's like, This is a pipe dream, man. And I know that you know that, and you're not going to let anybody tell you, but I'm going to tell you, and you're going to hear it from me, because you haven't killed me yet, which you should have. I'm still alive. All the shit that you're doing is you're just getting it ready for me, and you're going to come back when shit breaks, and I want to hear that, and then I'm going to come out and fix it for you. Uh, Best dialogue of the episode. I mean, mean, best dialogue of Negan so far. I mean, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. What did, what did you think, uh, Jason? I, I loved it. I thought it was cool too. Like he had this raspy. Yeah, it's like he doesn't talk now. much. Yeah. It, it, yeah. He, well, it's also, like, he, he got his throat slit. <laughs> you know, so it's like, yeah. He's got these well, issues well, where he's like, yeah. <laughs> I got the black lung. Well, well, you see just his eyes. I mean, how they made the scene. It was, it was so cool. I was loved perfect. That. I mean, yeah. they did a really good job with that. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I've always thought played the Negan character well, but having maybe they're going to frame it like, Hey, this happening to Negan, what Rick did to Negan, is just going to turn him instead of the happy go lucky kind of carefree dude. into. I like to hit people with bats. Always killing. I I miss the happy go lucky. Oh, he's, he's always (laughs) been that. He's he's kind of (laughs) carefree. Like, everything's cool. I'm just going to kill you. Cause at the core of, at the core of Negan all the time, he he gave everyone a lot of chances. He sure did. And no, yeah, he just let he you. He just actually had a lot of mercy. So, so is is, is his mercy burning your face with an iron? No, that's that's uh, yeah. Is that mercy? He could have killed him. Yeah, remember he threw the doc. He threw that one doctor in the furnace instead of using the that. iron. Yeah. There was plenty of times he could have killed people, and he could have he could have killed. Rick's were a lot group of, on that first episode, you know, where he killed yeah, easily. And, and he, Abraham, he yeah. killed, he but could. you know, so I think I think he's he's changed. I think he's past all that. I think he's. Yeah. I mean, we'll he see. let me out of here, and and it's all over. But you know, I don't know. Wait, yeah, uh, we'll see. And then us knowing that Rick is not going to be around. I mean, there's going to be the Negan's going to become a problem. Yep. And I think they're setting that up too. Like we are still Negan, and then some of the saviors still being hard asses about it. Like Negan's going to be a problem here pretty soon that they're going to have to deal with, especially without Rick, because who's going to take over the mantle of leader once Rick is gone? And we know what Maggie wants to do with him. We know what Daryl wants to do with him. Mm-hmm. And maybe Carol- they, uh, maybe they both. Uh, what is it called? The Japanese seppuku or seppuku? Seppuku. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they uh, kill themselves right in front of each other. Uh, maybe that's how they both die. Yeah, I don't think so. They're probably not a samurai. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about. But that. I mean, they we know. Be. Carol said that that Rick was right. We, I'm assuming Ezekiel agrees with Carol, 
So it's this, there's about to be two different sides, which is why it's important that they get this charter done in the next four episodes, because otherwise shit's going to hit the fan. And it's going to be a civil war, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Justin. Walk in at night. Oh, Justin. Back to the sanctuary like an idiot, and then he hears a noise in the bushes. And he looks, and he's like, oh, it's you. You almost got yourself killed. And then we're assuming he gets knocked out and taken, right? Is that, was, you that was a very like cloud monster from Lost. Yeah, it was did, smoke monster. Did he say, "Oh, it's you"? As if you think he knew who the guy was. I do. I think he was like, "Oh, you scared me. What are you doing out here?" But he doesn't really know who he is. I think it, it's it seemed like some recognition because he let his guard down all the way. Because if someone popped out that you didn't know, would you would you relax your arms and say uh, something like, you almost got yourself point. killed? I wouldn't. Uh, I would kill that person. Yeah, probably. Es- especially in that world. Like, oh, what? And from yeah. their history. Yeah, someone's sneaking up on you. You don't mess with that. Yeah, and don't mess with that. So what do we think it is? Do we think it's the other saviors? Do we think it's Daryl? Do we think it's uh, a nefarious plot going on behind our back that we're just not aware of? Like, I don't know. Like, part of me wants to say it's, you know, a new thread or, you know, the whispers or something like that. But, sure. But then also, like, part of me is saying, eh, are they going to, like, throw out something that big right away? You know? I mean, not have, I don't know. Or they might be waiting to make it more of a hook. I'm not sure. Yeah. Who knows? I, I hope. I hope. I mean, Whisperers would be good, but I think that's too soon. Yeah. I think I would like it to see be Daryl or another part of the of the crew that's wiping out the saviors as they go. Mm. And then that kind of ties it into the Civil War and how they don't like the saviors. And they're going to, I don't know, I it could, be, it could be yeah. the saviors that have disappeared, and they're kind of forming their own little band, and they're like, hey, Justin, come yeah. with us. And we don't- Why would they beat Justin across the, the head to the say, The people hey, who are still saying I'm Negan. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why they'd beat him. Maybe they just put like a bag over his head so he couldn't like say where they are hiding or whatever. I don't know. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So, a lot of speculation. A lot of speculation. It, it, and it left a thread hanging, which is fine. Because, you know, you don't want to have all the answers right away. Well, you had another thread that we didn't talk about yet, which was the helicopter. Right. Well, because we hadn't got to the Jadis and Gabriel. Okay. Uh, you know, um, I don't care about their relationship uh, at all. <laughs> like, he is hard what, to look what, at what, now, huh? You, you, don't like, you don't like the conversations and all the words? No. Changing and, oh, see? Whoa. see you don't Whoa. care about romance. No, that's not it at all. I I think it's two <laughs> characters right. that they don't know what to do with, so they're like, let's put them in a love story. I honestly hey, think that's what it is. That is what it felt like. You know, you know my you know my take. There's no no sure. walkers, right, no yeah. walkers, was, no fun, yeah. no blood and violence. Yeah, I mean, just sex. Who gives a shit about that? I got right. a boner for murder. <laughs> <laughs> I call it a fear boner. <laughs> He he is really hard to look at now. Oh, I love it! I love the the, the cloudy eye. To her. Dude, I think it's awesome. I think I it's think tremendous. Cloudy eye is worse than not having an eye. Like that's worse than an empty sun. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think I it's, don't know about that either. I think it's pretty badass, and the fact that he still wears the uh, the priest outfit. He is, needs a scar. Uh, it's pretty. No, no, I'm with I'm with you, man. I like the. Priest outfit and the cloudy eye makes him look creepy. Yeah, it makes him look like a villain. Yeah. 
Yeah. It makes him look like a villain. It does. So the helicopter, uh, what is that? Is that Jadis's old community or something that we're unaware of? We know that helicopters are flying around. We see them randomly every few seasons. So, I mean, sure. I, I, are they just trying to throw in more things for us to speculate about? Are we actually going to get any resolution with this helicopter this time? I don't know. Speculation. <laughs> Dude, honestly, that's probably one of the things in the show that... I think I'm done speculating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what are all these damn helicopters? Just show me what they are. And until <laughs> that they fly around, I'm they, just going to keep assuming y'all forgot to edit that out. Right. Like, there that's it is. all it's going to be. No, they put them in a large social experiment and they're flying over the view. Like the village. Uh, yeah. It's like I, the village. It's just a big dome. Dude, if it's in the village, I will be furious. <laughs> it's 10 years of my life that I can never. Get back. Yep. I, oh. Or if they were just dead the whole time. Like lost? Oh. See, I was fine with that. I was fine with that. But if it's a social experiment with people just watching, I'm going to lose my shit. I'll be yeah. angry. <laughs> the, like, Truman, the Truman Show for walkers. Oh, oh, but I love, <laughs> I love the movie, The Truman Show, because only one of them is oh, not in great. on it. You know? Yeah. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good, good afternoon. evening, and good night. Good night. All right, so let's talk about the sign off. best and worst moments of the episode. Uh, Jason, you go first. Best moment um, for me, like the moment where I was like, "All right, this is great," uh, was Daryl beating Justin. Uh, Justin in the face. Nice. That was like, I don't know, like something about that moment, and with Carol coming up and and stopping him and. It felt like, I don't know. It felt like Daryl was coming back a little bit, and he wasn't, I don't know. Not that Daryl's ever been a bitch, but I just feel like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was exciting to see him just kind of let loose nice. and and not be a victim. Nice. Um, worst moments? There's so many to choose from. Oh, I all, know. All this damn dialogue. Some, some shitty dialogue. I, Too you know, many words. Just to just to keep the status quo, I'll say the worst moment was uh, hearing Tara talk over <laughs> the radio. I think you got some terrible to, call signs to, to keep it to keep it. You know, yeah, yeah. par for yeah. the course. That's that was definitely anytime she's on the screen. Anytime she out. speaks, it's just the worst. Just, it's just yeah. the worst. I literally I sit in my living room and I I audibly say. Get her the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm done with it. All right, Scoots, what about you? Uh, best part of the episode, I'd have to say, is when Enid says, we need to amputate. Oh, yeah. And he had Aaron's look on his face like, what? And Tara's like, there's no other way. And she comes in with that freaking bone, that saw. That part, I thought that whole scene, I was like, that, that was Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. I really, I like, I like the acting. I liked, I liked all of it. Yeah. Um, worst part for me, I mean, besides the dialogue, um, no, besides, worst, besides the worst, words, <laughs> besides the words, uh, worst part, I think is Gabriel and Anne yeah, yeah. Jadis when they were talking and she's like, she's, and she grabs his hand and you're like, this is not happening. Uh, and then, yeah. and then it's like, He's like, well, I'm up here to watch. And she's like, well, then watch. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> really? Ah. 
Yeah, yeah. that was my worst. That was the worst part. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Um, uh, my favorite part. It's got to be probably Negan. The Negan part at the end was the best part of the episode for me. Yeah. Just because I felt like Negan got a lot of shit last year, and he's a very polarizing figure. Um, mm-hmm. People either love him and they hate them, hate him, and I don't understand why. And I've always thought that the character was done well, uh, maybe not different enough from the comics for TV to work appropriately, but he's always been my favorite character in the comic books. So I was always a big Negan fan and I really liked the way that they're portraying him and the way that they wrote him and that he hasn't lost any of his fight being in the cell for however long he's been sure. in the cell, you know, yeah. he's still a badass and he's still like, I hate yeah. you, Rick, and I'm going to. You'll see. I know I'm going to get out of here and this world is going to be mine because that's who I am. I'm Negan. And I think the worst part of the episode, I, I really don't like the blacksmith's wife. I just don't like. <laughs> I just yeah. so You don't like women. <laughs> no, no, it's not that at all, because Maggie is probably my second favorite character. But but I just don't like the way she delivers her lines. And I, I don't know. I just don't like the character. You know, and like she she was fine when she actually got down to see her all. I thought that was a very nice moment and the, the interaction between yeah. the two of them. But her talking to Jesus, I did not enjoy that. Like it, sure. did, it, it just didn't do anything for me. But actually her actually and I understand why they did it to say, OK, we got to have rights. You know, uh, this is not fair that I haven't got to see my husband in this long. And you, you got no right to do this. I want to see him. I'm going yeah. crazy. I got no I got no one left. Everybody looks at me like I've got a problem, you know. I don't know. You do have a problem. It just, yes, you do. Yeah. I, I hear what you're saying, JD. Uh, Scoots was trying to make up for his anti-feminist uh, right, right, right. <laughs> statements earlier. Right. You could uh, – Nope. <laughs> any uh, questions or comments uh, forward to at Scoots Magoots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, goods. Oh, one or zero one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for, for thank you for clarifying. There's, there's only one type of leader, and it's a man. <laughs> yeah. As you said it, I don't know. Hey. We're, we're just uh, going. I to, read between the lines. Yeah, yeah. In so many words, that's what you said. Yeah. Okay. Any closing thoughts or final sentences man. before we move before we wrap this bad boy up? Looking forward to more Negan if that's how he's going to communicate. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm looking forward to like caring about the show more and, and doing the podcast again. It's like, yeah. honestly, like, I think just getting into this mode, like the weather in, here in Texas was yeah. uh, amazing today. It was, it was nice. It just, it put me in that, that Walking Dead mood, man. Turned out the lights. Lit some candles, <laughs> drew a bath, no. put on but, uh, some Michael Bublé and had a Bublé bath. <laughs> Pour me a tall glass of wine. All right. No, uh, <laughs> a rose. I don't know. It's just, I'm I'm really feeling it. I'm ex- I'm excited to be doing this again. Nice. Fun. No, and I was talking to Aaron today, and I'm excited for what they're building. I, I'm hopeful. Yeah. I'm not shitting on the show, and I'm not going to, like I said, until they really. Give me a reason to, but I think if they, yeah. I think if they do this world building portion, this first half of the season, right, there's, they've got a lot of potential for the walking dead going forward. And sure. it seems like they're doing a good job so far. 
So I'm hopeful for that. And if they do it right in these first eight to 10 episodes, they really build a new world and a new setting for the walking dead. They're setting themselves up for a bright future, not only for us as fans of the show, but for the characters in the show, which then, you know, a little different, but a lot of the same would be okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. Yep. I am too. All right. So hit us with your Twitters and then we'll sign off. Yes. Mine is at Jason underscore tryhearts. Yep. At Scoots Magoots zero one. Yeah. I'm at Real JD Lee. And you can always follow our show Twitter for the podcast at Fear Inthcast. And you can always follow our tryhards uh, Twitter at tryhards TV. Yep. So uh, we'll be back next week with Season 9, Episode 3. Uh, we'll be on this week doing some gaming. Tuesday night is me, normally it's Scoots, but uh, we switched because he's got stuff going on. So yep. I'm going to be playing some Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, So check that out. I don't know what, Jason, what are, what are you going to play on Wednesday? Rocket League? Uh, COD? Yeah, probably. Black Ops? Black Ops? Dude, I wish I had it. Yeah, uh, I would totally play it. What, you don't want to spend 100 bucks and get the deluxe edition? Ugh. Yeah, it's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, I'll probably... No, it all depends. Cool, but you'll be... That on. or wow. That or wow, sweet. And then Scoots, cool. Thursday, what are you going to do, man? I think I'm going to do Rocket League. Oh, sweet. Takumi. Takumi! I think I'm going to do Rocket League. I think I'm going to give it a... Man, I wish it was a cross-platform. I'd come join you. See? Ah, I can't wait. I can't Damn wait. it, yeah. Psionics. Just, well, or you could just get a PC, like the rest of the world. I hear that's the master race. It is. It is indeed. Well, all right. You would know all about that. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'm going to end this before uh, it gets out of hand. Thank y'all for listening. Thank you for watching, uh, following, participating. We appreciate all that. We will see you next week. In the meantime, fight the dead. Fear the nth cast.